G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and Shine, Rise and shine. with Robbo and Becky on Vision. Well, it's a great privilege to have Tim Foreman on the phone with me, uh, the uh, bass player with uh, Switchfoot. How are you going, Tim? Doing well. How are you doing? Very well, indeed. It's so good to chat with you. It's a bit of a pleasure, actually, because I've had a chat to John in the past, and I've spoken to Chad, but never to you. So it's great to uh, connect with you today, mate. Yeah, right on. We're looking forward to getting back to uh, Australia. Yes, well, it's so good to uh, have you back again. Now, I know that, uh, I mean, obviously, you've been here many, many times over the years, but uh, what is it that you love about Australia, and why do you keep coming back? Yeah, I mean, on the one hand, it feels very comfortable and familiar to us. You know, it's um, uh, being from California, coastal community. Um, I think weather, everything feels very uh, familiar from what we're used to. But uh, at the same time, um, it feels like a little more dramatic. You know, the the coasts are a little more beautiful and uh, yeah, it's such a friendly place. I think our music has always found a home there, which uh, is a real privilege, you know, to... Uh, to both love a place and to feel like that place loves you back is um, mm. is a real gift. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's a real pleasure. And yeah, we love uh, you, you guys and uh, the music that you've been putting out for, I mean, what is it now, 25, especially probably more than 25 years since you guys first got together. That's uh, amazing. I mean, you know, it's, uh, to think that you've been able to you know, maintain uh, the band in that time and just keep on putting out uh, incredible music is uh, uh, incredible. The thing that I'm amazed about, I mean, you're calling this your greatest hits tour. How are you going to pick the greatest hits? Because, I mean, <laughs> you could be playing for days if you played all your hits. <laughs> Even within that, you're going to have to make some decisions. Yeah, I, th- I think one of the things I love about a Switchfoot show is that every night you're getting uh, something different. You know, it, each night is different. We make a different set list every single night, and we rarely follow it. You know, <laughs> we, it's kind of like this guideline that we start with, and then... Um, you know, we really feed off the energy of the crowd. People start shouting out song requests, yeah. bringing up signs. Wow. Um, and, it, you know, it's this very uh, living, breathing thing that you don't get twice. You know, it's, it's a one-of-one experience, and then the next night's different. That is so cool. And that's a great thing, isn't it? I mean, obviously, you know, I guess every band's different, but you know, being able to just flow with that um, would be great. And, I mean, you've got such an amazing, you know, uh, repertoire just to choose from. But have you ever had a, a, an audience member yell out a song and you're thinking, oh, I'm not sure whether we'd be able to go with that one tonight? Because <laughs> there yeah. must be songs that you did like, you know, 20 years ago that you're thinking, oh, we probably should practice that first. Yeah, all the time. Um, I mean, last night we had uh, two song requests uh, shouted out that we hadn't played all year. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I think we, we have a phrase in the band, the best part of the pool is the deep end. <laughs> yeah. and, um, I think those kind of things used to scare us a little bit as a young band. You know, you want to, um, you want to be perfect every night. And I don't think that that's why we love live music. I think we love live music because it feels, um, you know, a bit dangerous, Mm. like anything could happen. And yeah, I mean, the song could fall apart. Um, but that, that, you know, that can be a beautiful thing too. And, uh, I think living on that, that edge, uh, between, um, you know, uh, excellence and, uh, 
chaos mm. is something that we thrive on. That's so cool. I think that would be, yeah, the, the wonderful thing about it. And obviously, you know, we all know that a live concert is like that because obviously it's organic. It's happening in the moment. And so, you know, you could even do that, you know, sort of uh, vary a song or, you know, change the ending of a song and it's, uh, you know, just a one-off. You know, you get that and uh, you move on to the next one and, and everyone gets to enjoy whatever they experience on the night. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, we're at, at the phase in our career where we're really embracing what makes us unique um, rather than trying to uh, do what everyone else is doing. We'd rather do something different, you know, and I think the live music space, um, it's rare to have a band uh, that's just completely live with no tracks nowadays, you know, and um, I think that's something that makes us unique. And we really thrive off of that, um, that, uh, that we really can play the song differently every night you know you can go from one song straight into another straight into a song request straight to the bridge cut out the chorus do whatever you want to do you know and um and i think it's you know that, that's what we love about live music that's brilliant so good well look if you are getting uh, your mouth watering from what you're hearing there that's uh, certainly going to get some people to to get along so the uh, guys are going to be in brisbane sydney melbourne adelaide and perth over the uh, next week or so here in Brizzy. So. Uh, in in Australia, so it's certainly going to be uh, just a wonderful opportunity to see the band again. And I mean, obviously, you know, with uh, COVID, you guys as well as everyone else, you know, all the the touring and everything sort of stopped. So it must be great being able to get back on the road and even you know international travel again. You guys must be really loving that. Yeah, this will be our first international trip uh, post COVID. So uh, really looking forward to that. You know, it you mentioned it. It feels like a privilege. Uh, you know, something that was taken away from us that felt so um so commonplace until it was gone and you know i think every night really feels like a gift now um which you know is some of the silver lining of this whole thing you know mm. examining those things that we took for granted for so many years yeah. and uh you know feeling the, the gift of being able to do it again i was going to ask you about that i mean that's one thing that you're seeing sort of as yeah we move out of covid but even within that sort of two-year period where things were really shut down I mean, it obviously was a, you know, there's lots of negatives in there, but what were some of the positives, either for you personally or for the band that you found uh, you were able to uh, enjoy uh, as a result of the shutdowns? Yeah, it was a real existential moment uh, for me personally, I think for the, the whole band, you know, when uh, I think like, like most of us, a lot of our identity is uh, tied up in what we do professionally. And, um, you know, when suddenly you're not able to be a touring musician, um, you know, it's kind of this clean slate. Well, then what am I? What do I do? What do I like? You know, those kind mm. of things. And it was a beautiful season to kind of rediscover music on my own terms um, in a very pure form, you know, where it was, you know, for that season, it wasn't my job. You know, it was just uh, this thing that I really needed to have in my life. Music was this great comfort, uh, you know, kind of a place of refuge to go to, to to put my thoughts and fears and hopes into. And um, so I was actually playing more music than ever, you know? And then I think out of that, we started internally talking about, well, how do we still connect with people through music, even if we can't be in the same room? And we started doing these live streams mm. and, uh, and, and we, we're now two years later, still doing them, you know, once a month uh, doing a live stream concert, you know, something that didn't really exist. Yeah. Um, and even in our vernacular, like the term live stream wasn't really a thing a couple of years ago. So I think that's a beautiful example of, uh, you know, that's what art should be doing is mm. um, 
meeting obstacles and finding ways through them, you know, and that's, that's, I think the highest calling of an artist. And, you know, so in a time when uh, music was very difficult to do, it had never felt more important than right now, you know? Yeah. And, um, and that was really motivating, you know, as a musician to feel like the music was, was really needed and necessary and connecting with people, uh, all over the world, you know, people tuning in from Australia, South Africa, Brazil, you know, uh, it became this kind of global community where we all appreciated that we could still connect in that way. Yeah, it was very special. I know I certainly tuned into some of those live streams at the time as well. And uh, yeah, just loved that opportunity to be able to sort of, as you say, even though it was on a screen, but you were in the room together in that sense. And uh, yeah, it was very special. And yeah, it's um, great that you guys have continued on because I guess, you know, the temptation would be like, oh, well, we've that's, you know, happened, we're done with that. But yeah, lovely that you're still doing that once a month. That's really cool. Yeah, it's been something that we really look forward to, you know. Um, and it, it it isn't like it isn't the same as you know being in the same room. That's a, its own special thing. Mm. But you know, you're, you're reading comments in real time as you're playing. People are still making song requests. You, there's still a kind of a um, a rush that comes with um, the fact that you know, yeah, the song could crash and burn, and it's still live music, you know. <laughs> And um, and that's something that we really love. That's amazing. That's so cool. Well, look, we are looking forward to seeing you guys here. I know that you mentioned you want to you know, get out and do a bit of surfing while you're here as well, which is something that you guys are renowned for as a band. Uh, but what are uh, some of the things that you do uh, personally? Like when you're not touring, if you're not you know, sort of writing or producing new music for Switchfoot, what, what does Tim Foreman do in his spare time? Yeah, I'm, I'm very ocean-centric. Um, so, uh, you know, surfing is a daily you know, part of my life, but when there's no waves, I'm still in the ocean. I'm uh, spear spear fishing, diving for lobster, free diving, um, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, I love getting out in nature and exploring. And if I'm not near the ocean, I'm, you know, looking for a trail or or a hike. I'm just, that's something that I've learned about myself that I'm, I'm a happier person when I find ways to connect with nature. Mm, That's wonderful. That's so cool. And tell us a bit about your, um, like, obviously, as I said earlier, you've been together as a band for 25 years. Um, How have you found that the, you know, I guess the way that you've created music has changed over the years? Like, as far as songwriting, is it, um, you know, has it sort of grown and developed? Has even the way that who's involved with the process of writing songs? Like, how has that sort of developed over those last 25 years? Yeah, it's it's an interesting question. Um, because I think for us, um, and maybe for, for a lot of artists, uh, it's this, this balance between trying to refine your craft, which means re- refining your process of how you do it, and also destroying your process because you need to find new ways, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's like equal parts creation and destruction and, um, and confusion, you know, part of the creative process is, uh, throwing confusion into it to, force you into new avenues and new paths you know um i played the bass i'm not that good at the guitar so when i pick up a guitar um, that forces new uh, new ways of thinking of music you know th- those types of uh, mm. like muscle confusion for for cross training you know i think that those are those are helpful um avenues to explore uh, as an artist and so and there's no real easy answer to that question i think we're always trying to find kind of with each album a new way of doing it so that we don't um repeat ourselves yeah that's so cool well whatever you're doing you're doing a great job because i i just feel like your music keeps getting better like i know you know, native tongue was you know, uh 
couple of albums ago, but it was for me just another level again. Like I just loved that album and I had it on repeat for for quite a while when it came out. So uh, yeah, keep up uh, the great work, guys, and uh, you know putting out the good stuff. But of course, we can enjoy the the greatest hits as well, and that's what we're looking forward to with uh, you back in Australia over the next week or so. Uh, and so yeah, enjoy your time, enjoy uh, getting out into the surf, and uh, we look forward to chatting again with you real soon. Hey, right on. Yeah, looking forward to seeing you at the show. And um, yeah, I can't wait to get back to Australia. Nice talking to you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.